By now, you've probably seen ads about water contamination at Camp Lejeune everywhere on TV, social media, and probably even following you around on the internet. The water at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune was contaminated with toxic chemicals for more than three decades. It is not rare for people who drank this water for an extended period of time to develop severe illness, including kidney cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, leukemia, liver cancer, bladder cancer, birth defects, Parkinson's, and more. A new law called the PACT Act allows victims of poisoned water to seek repayment for their medical costs. What those other ads don't tell you is that because the PACT Act is a fresh law, it is important to find an attorney who understands the new claims forms. There is limited time to file your Camp Lejeune claim, so you need a lawyer who can get it right the first time. The experienced team of attorneys at SickMarine.com is ready to file your claim. They will fight for you and won't take no for an answer. To file your claim and to have your case prioritized, sign up at SickMarine.com. What's going on, everybody? I have to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. The best part about it is it's completely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome into Fired Up episode 12. We're going to have a little fun one tonight. Unfortunately, we're not uh, we're not live. You know, if you're listening back, it's a bummer. Dom's having technical difficulties over there. So hopefully we get that figured out next week. Um, but joining us as usual, I just mentioned him, Dom Console. What's up, man? Can you just blame me? I mean, just like that? Just just like throw me out on the, uh, you know, under the bus have, right there? Have to, you know? Damn. You're the only one with issues, but you know, Dom's not alone here. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people can, can oh, agree with that. Hold on. Hold on. Well, that's true. But we do have a fun one tonight. Um, uh, we do have a co-host joining us this week. He's the or he's the co-host on Drunk the Drunk on Broad podcast and the winner of the 2021 NHL Teacher of the Year Award. I do want to get to, into that at some point. Don Conway, what's going on, man? What's going on, fellas? It's uh, I, I listen. I, I've been a, a big fan since since you guys since we've kind of connected over the the Twitterverse. But you guys do a lot of a lot of really good stuff. It's very similar to kind of the content that we put out on drunk on broad, but, um, you know, just really excited to get into the, you know, the, the conversation and, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of trivia is, uh, something that I'll, I'll, I'll dive into, but we're, uh, I'm excited to, to kind of get into the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you guys are doing over there at drunk on broad, the, yeah. the whole, the whole pushing of the, the local podcast scene is, is just awesome. Cause you just don't say it. it. it it's, it's something that we kind of talked about, all right, so the the off the air conversations, like after we end, normally go like forty five minutes after the kind, like after the we end. So like, it was one of the things that we were talking about about how like you have all of this really great original content, but nowhere to kind of push it. And we were like, well, if everybody's com- and Rich was like, no, hold party goes. Listen, if everybody's complaining about the crap that you 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 have two options like if you turn on the on the radio you've got wip and you've got the fanatic right but there is so much great original content that 
all you got to do is just do the legwork. So like, I don't know if you guys saw, but like someone had put out like a list on Friday night about union podcasts. Right. And I was like, well, fuck it. Let's just put like, and I literally went through and I'm trying to research, like, I'm like making sure like the, the, like the Twitter stuff matches up and make sure everybody's stuff links up. But like, just try to put that content out there for anybody who wants it. So if it's, if it's flyer stuff, if it's Philly stuff, what, whatever it is, if it's all five, that like, it, it's just, we're really just trying to create that environment where everybody can kind of get supported and get connected. And, and, you know, someone that might be listening to this might want to, you know, hop over to a drunk on broad episode, or they might want to go to a, uh, you know, a DSM media, you know, a Scotty talk sports. So, so just, right. Just trying to make that connection between all those things, because the content that's out there doesn't have to just be found on two sections of the dial. Yeah, I, I didn't even know there was one union podcast and you rattled off like 10. I was like, damn. <laughs> well, and I said, so, someone had written a list. Right. And I, I was literally, I'm going back and forth between like my iPad and the phone and the right. list and like going. Um, so like credit to whoever, I, I, I don't remember the, the girl who put it out, but she literally had just like a handwritten list of all yeah. the stuff she listened to. And I was like, all right, well. Here it is. I just retweeted it with all the all the information on there. Yeah, and I so, was gonna say I was gonna say even not not only is it a great listen, but you guys are great on Twitter to follow as well. Great. Um, I think Rich wants to fight me because of what I said last <laughs> week. But <laughs> we'll get him on. We'll get him on. He yeah. We'll get him on. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it's it's always it's always fun to uh, go back and forth on Twitter with you guys and just see the stuff that you post as well. I mean, listen, we're just trying. It's it's trying to make that connection between fans and trying to make that connection between the people that are putting out good stuff and just try to make everything that's good just kind of push it as much as we can for sure and and what i also like about this like community on twitter it's not it's not like the radio like you said like i feel like the radio and the national media are all just hot takes now it's like it's not genuine conversation it's not stats and like fact not facts but like you know what I mean? It's just a lot of what the radio and national media now, it's just hot takes. And that's what goes all over Twitter. And like in this community that we have, it's, you know, actual people that know what the fuck they're talking about, you know? <laughs> right. And it's not just like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the most outlandish stuff possible and see how many likes I can get and For see sure. how many retweets I can get. And I'm going to see how many times I can take this 30 second soundbite and, and, and spin it on Twitter a million different times. And you're right, Dom, that's where the national media has gone. And I mean, as a kid who grew up with ESPN as like eating, like eating cereal and watching SportsCenter, I couldn't tell you the last time I turned it on unless it was to watch a game that it was the only place to watch it. Right. Yeah, I, I would say I'm 25. I probably haven't watched. I, I grew up the same way. I mean, I probably haven't watched SportsCenter at ESPN probably since i was like 13 <laughs> yeah. i turn on i turn on espn maybe once a week for like sunday night baseball at least and monday night football yeah yeah right that's right. it you're 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 turning it on to watch the games yep. because right. all of the content is the same thing they took and and here's the crazy thing it started kind of with pardon your interruption with michael wilbon and and, and but it blew itself out and just went in a tailspin because now that's all that it is. It used to be that one 
30 minute show at five o'clock where those two could just kind of go back and forth. And, but now it's kind of like, that's, that's all it is. And, and yeah. I just, I, it was a Stephen like, A's, the, the Skip Bayless's and all the Max Kellerman's it's those guys. So frustrating, yep. but, it, but th- this kind of, this whole world came kind of to me, you know, my, uh, a, a guy that I teach with chip, who's on the, all about the birds network. He, he was my introduction to all this. Cause he kind of got connected with them and started doing shows with them. And I'm like, wait, wait, there's shows about Eagles. There's shows about flies. So there's all the, this entire world opened up and I was like, Holy crap. Like I don't have to listen to this crap anymore. I can get it from all these other great places. And Dom, like you're saying from a bunch of people who know what the hell they're talking about. Right. Right. Uh, as you just mentioned it teacher, I got to talk about the teacher of the year award. What, what, first of all, what's the process that goes into that? And <laughs> right, second, what was that? What was the whole night? Like, I mean, it's so, gotta be nuts. all right. So this, so this program is brought, to my school maybe six, seven years ago by a group called EverFi. And they connected with the NHL to create this educational program that blends math and science and hockey. So they have six modules of math and science each. The kids get on, they complete the programs. I literally got a random email six years ago and was like, do you want to try this program in your school? And I was like, it's free. Sure. Whatever. Right. I get it. And it's great. The kids love it. And we use it like supplemental program. Fast forward, like five years in October, I get this email and says, Oh, well we have this, we're going to do this teacher of the month thing, fill out this survey. We're going to pick a teacher. So the entire flyers region encompasses South Jersey's, you know, all of Philadelphia, Montgomery County, Chester County, anywhere where the flyers hit. And they're going to pick three teachers. So they pick one for January, for February, and then they pick me for March. So the entire month of March, they vote. I, it, that was insane. Trying to keep up with like the, the social media and reminding people to vote, but not being pushy and sending emails, right. texts and all that other thing. Turns out I, I, so I get surprised in, in early April, I get called to school because, you know, we're mid pan, you know, we're middle of the pandemic at that point. No one's in school. Principal calls me back to school. I, I, I win. I get the, I meet Brad Marsh, gives me the big $10,000 check. (laughs) And they're like, all right, well now you're in the running for the teacher of the year. So there was a teacher from Pittsburgh there was a teacher from Edmonton and then me and the win. And, but that was only that voting was only going to be a week long. It's so now in May, the, after that week, I, I sent, you know, that the, the, the reminding of people to vote and all that stuff goes on for that whole week. And it's whatever it is. And I send out emails on Saturday morning after it ends. And I'm like, oh, you know, to the flyers, to Everfi, to all these companies. And the flyers get right back to me. And they're like, oh, well, our last game is on Monday. We're bringing teachers, military, first responders. We're bringing everybody back. Would you like to come back? Sure. So I get there. We're in one of the booths. And 
all of a sudden, one of the, the same people that were at my school were in the box right next to us. So they come over, they're sitting there talking and they're going, oh, well, they're going to put all the teachers up on the fit, up on the, the, the fan of vision. Why don't you go down? Why well, go down? And here full screen is teacher of the year. Like, and I'm like, no way. Wow. You felt like, that moment, huh? Like I literally, I had no idea. Because, and, and they, I mean, but at that moment, like I knew like how incredible $30,000 was going to be for the students, for the, for the kids that I teach. Um, and, but it literally, it, it, it encompassed like less than four months. Right. But it's, 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 it's been a, a, a wild ride and now connecting with other teachers across the country, um, connecting with EverFi to try to put out content for them for, you know, next year for voting for next year and teaching teachers how to use the program and stuff. So that's, it's, it's been cool. It's been, it's been a cool place for me to be able to connect with all that. And, um, but really opened up a ton of doors and now we're trying to turn our library into a STEM lab at school. So, Oh, wow. oh nice. See, and I, I also yeah. want to give you a huge shout out too yeah. for being an educator too. You know, yeah. my fiance is a, a teacher as well. And you know, it's, it's not the easiest go. job in the world, but it's, it's very rewarding. And uh, you know, there's, 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 there's only one breed of, of yeah. people that do this. So, <laughs> it's, so it's definitely, definitely a big shout out. Yeah, absolutely. What, what does she teach Tom? She's an English teacher. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And what grade? She uh, seventh grade. All right. So I'm eighth grade science. So, oh, nice. I'm, you know, I'm going into this will be for me. I think this will be year 16 for me. OK, so it's, you know, but you're right. Wild ride. But um, the the career itself is so much bigger because it creates all of the other careers. For sure. And you, so, you create relationships with people, students for years and years and years. And it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, being able to connect back with students is incredible. So that's, I mean, that's, it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's been incredible. For sure. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's an awesome story. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess we unfortunately have to go to the Phillies, right? We're going to talk about them, I guess. <laughs> uh, even well, though, I mean, well, it was a good week, though. I, mean, I was going to stay. <laughs> Seven out of 10 is not so bad. Yeah, they find a way to just really write back in. <laughs> I just, it, it's, this team so frustrating. So frustrating. <laughs> because they they like I, I want to be the eternal optimist and I want to be invested in this team. But I know the only reason that I'm invested in this team is because they play in the shittiest division in baseball. Yep. And they're the only sport on right, that's right true. now. <laughs> and and that division probably just got worse with the Braves losing a Cooney. Seriously, <laughs> you know, so I think they're, they're, they're the favorites now, right? I, I saw that uh, earlier today that they're the favorites to win the NL East now. The Phillies, yeah, over the yeah. Mets, over the Mets, over the Mets, craziness. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't buy that. I mean, yeah, they had a, call, a good week or two, but like, well, they're, they're gonna lose four of the next six probably, too. Well, they are. I, I saw something that said that Dombrowski's like he has to buy, so you know, maybe, maybe they buy enough, yeah, you never know. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, who, the Cubs are apparently sellers. I mean, 
uh, who that, that was going to be my question. Who are you buying? Yeah, uh, I'm hearing Kimbrel probably going to be moved, but like I'm hearing the price for him is insane. Does Kimbrel get this team over the top? I don't know. Which is crazy because because usually like the back end guys, like bullpen guys, don't really cost that much. It's a, really like baseball players don't cost that much in trades to begin with. That's why there's so much movement in baseball. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, obviously you see the name Chris Bryant all over the place, but where does he play if the Phillies look for him? Right. I mean. I mean, listen, if you're swapping, if you're giving me the option and you're telling me I can swap out Chris Bryant for Alec Baum, do you do that? Uh, well, you have to look at it long term, though, because Bryant's a free agent. I mean, is he is he signing here? You know, I, I think that's number the number one thing you really got to look at. Or do you well, think you could or do you think you could trade Reese for maybe a, th- a third pitcher? Right. And then move Reese Boehm. is on fire, though. Hey, I understand. Man. Maybe that's time to move him. Then move Boom the first Bryant a third. Well, like I said last week, I, I just don't think Bohm has the power and the pop and the... You hate first baseman. We get it. No, I don't. <laughs> I grew up a first baseman. I love first baseman. I don't think he's good enough to play first. Coming That's out. what I'm saying. Listen, they they statistically are horrible defensively. Horrible. Oh, brutal. And, like, in my mind, like, I look at almost to say, like, if you can get something for Segura, if you can get something for McCutcheon, if you like, if you can get something for some of those guys that you know aren't going to be here long term, that you know, and listen, Kingery has been the biggest dumpster fire. Yeah, that this like they they hitched their wagons to him so early. And it blew up in their face because they have nothing to show for it. I mean, he's he's hitting under 200 at AAA. Do you, do you just blow like? Do you just say like like forget about it? Like trade Segura and bring him up and say you're going to play every day and we're going to see what you have. And if not, we're just going to let you go. Well, I well. We look from 2003 or whatever it was to 2015. We were very lucky to have one of the greatest second basemen ever. But to me, I don't True. think second base. I don't think second base is that important. Like, like guess what? If they went out and got Chris Bryant and they put him in left, and, they, and you trade Segura, and I don't know if the Kingery is good enough. But if you get a guy that's even a little bit better than Kingery, he's fine to play second, hit seventh or eighth in the lineup. Correct. You know, I I agree with the McCutcheon thing too. I think. Um, while he's hot, I mean, he's hitting what two thirty something right now, but uh, his slugging—I think his slugging percentage is up a little bit. But um, you know, even if you could trade him to get something, I think you could still compete with trading him if you can get something the, with the, value I mean, back. Listen, the thing that I like about Chris Bryant is that he's versatile. Like right. you can play him at third, you can play him at first, you can play him in left, you can play him in right, you can play him wherever. Um, so there is some value there in getting a guy who you know is going to produce who you know is going to be able to get you offensive production because you're not getting offensive production from Boehm. You're not getting the type of pop that you need from a guy who is supposed to be an up-and-coming hitter in your lineup. Right, and maybe maybe he gives Alec Boehm a couple pointers playing third, you know? Mm-hmm. Helps him out Absolutely. defensively, even offensively. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm on board with the Chris Bryant as long as he doesn't take away from Bohm, um, on the field because I, I, I do want to stick it out with Bohm. 
Yeah, he, he might not even be the only one that moves though out of the Cubs. I mean, you got who? You got Rizzo over there. You got Baez, who apparently might be on the move. They're There's all they're, they're all and they're all free agents, right? Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez, and I think um, Contreras is too. Is he? Yeah, I believe they're all free agents. Yeah, at the end of the year. I mean, listen the other the other problem with this is that they have nothing. They have no assets. True, nothing to package. Their their farm system is desolate at best and they've had horrible drafts and listen i know the mlb draft and it's going on right now is the biggest crapshoot that you can find it's worse than any other draft and yeah. I, <laughs> mike you might be able to vouch yeah. it might be it might be harder to pick guys in the mlb draft than it is in the nhl oh, draft absolutely I was looking, you're, picking, you're picking high schoolers like you, you know and that's that's the one thing that I honestly that I wish they got away from in terms of like, I wish they had the wherewithal to look at more proven talent, maybe guys that are more collegiate players. I know you can't go all collegiate, but like at the top of the draft, select those guys that you know are at the top that are in the SEC that are in the ACC that are at the top of the echelon. Yeah, they they, I, ha- I just, they, they have done that the last couple of years. Like Bone was a college player, um, Hazley was a college player, uh, Stott was a college player, I believe. But yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It's it's very frustrating, man. I mean, but but also going to back to what you were saying too is I think the Cubs because all of these guys are um, at the end of their contracts. I think they are going to be a little cheaper than maybe they were a year ago or a half a year ago. Not maybe not super cheap, but you, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cubs yeah. are for a rebuild, huh? I think so. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, uh, sorry, I'm sidetracked. I'm watching the home run derby right now. Otani just tied uh Soto. Soto. So, yeah, so I guess going, yeah. I saw the same thing. <laughs> it's nuts. So I was watching earlier. I was pulling for Olsen to beat Mancini, but. Did he? Because I just turned it no, on. He, 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 lo- he lost by one. He lost it, Trey Mancini. Yeah. 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 He had a foul ball with one second left to tie mm-hmm. it. Well, and yeah. the craziest thing I saw with that is that he, the guy who was pitching didn't throw another pitch. Like, yeah. He just held out. He could. They had like six seconds left where they could have thrown another pitch. Did he really? He almost hit him. <laughs> <laughs> he almost hit him with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But uh, moving on to the All Star Game stuff, JT's now the the star. Do we make anything of that? I mean, who who was supposed to start? He got hurt, right? It was for an injury, right? It was. What, yeah, I'm trying to think of who it was. I think it was was it the was Posey was it, was Posey the guy who got voted in? I have no knowledge on this. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to be completely honest. I should have looked that beforehand. Um, <laughs> but 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 the the cool thing is, I mean, we're just talking about Otani. He's he's starting to pitch and he's leading off. It's a, dude's dude's an animal. He's insane. He is impressive. Like yeah. I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if we were getting like the guy who was a star in 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 Japan, or if it was going to be something different. And because these guys that are coming over internationally are very hit or miss. Yep. And you look at some of the pitching that came over in the, that early Yankees, you know, wh- where you had like Matsui and you, or not, I mean, Matsui was after, but like those guys are so hit and miss. Yep. And right. this guy has been 
the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. The word never carries a lot of weight. Never forget. Never settle. Never surrender. And now Dodge is proud to announce Never Lift. The full throttle rally cry of stepping on the gas and never letting up. With the 475 horsepower Durango SRT 392 and the muscle car dynamic duo Dodge Charger and Challenger. And the introduction of Dodge Power Brokers, your official dealer for legendary direct connection performance parts. For more on the Never Lift mindset, go to Dodge.com. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. All hit and no miss. Other than other than the couple injury scares he had the last couple of years, I mean this year, this year, uh, this year he's been fantastic. He's been insane. You know, you know what's funny is not only is he becoming the face of almost coming becoming the face of baseball, but he's not. He's like we thought Trout was the face of baseball. He's not even the face of his own team anymore. <laughs> How crazy yeah. is that? Which is funny because didn't Otani want to go to LA or did go to the Angels because he didn't want to go to like a big team, like a big like face right. of the right league team. He kind of wanted to go do the trout thing and just hide and hide and with the Angels. And now he's the face of baseball. <laughs> Nuts. Well, you know what's funny is that that team watching that team reminds me of the Phillies. Yeah, yeah. There's How do you have Otani and Trout on the same team? There, and there's a and lot Rendon. Of top, yeah, and Rendon who's. I mean, but who's been injured and like, right? But they have no pitching. They have yeah. no bullpen. Like it. Watching them play, I'm watching them and I'm like, oh my god! I'm watching the the late night Phillies. Like this is <laughs> yeah. like I watch the Phillies and then I turn on like the MLB Network when they're playing and like because I like watching Trout play. I, I like watching Otani play now. Like. You can't get more frustrating. Like I can't imagine being an Angels fan and watching, you know, like because, like you're missing that one key piece, and it's just nowhere. Right, they just don't have any pitching. And I think I think it's really cool that he's starting tomorrow and leading off because, you know, mm-hmm. not um, not a lot of East Coast people you know, watch much of the angels. So it's nice to finally right. you see a little bit of him. I know it's an all-star game, but still. Well, and then sure. Sure. There's going to, there's going to start. I heard. Yep. yep. He is over, over Wheeler. And is the guy, is the ground? No, he, no, the didn't. The is not playing. I'm opted out. I really, I was, when I was listening, so I was listening to some Buster, Buster only this weekend. And I, at the time, the, the episode that I was listening to was before he was kind of making that decision. And as he's talking, they, they had um, Paul Hambakidis from the who, who does all the statistical analysis for ESPN. And they're talking about the, the matchup. What, what would be the hypothetical matchup be between DeGrom and Otani? And I'm like, I'm like salivating. I'm like, yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to just see that in in an exhibition. Um I don't blame him though. Like no, he, he, he's had a couple surgery issues or not surgery, a couple shoulder issues earlier in the year. So like I don't, yeah. I don't blame. I don't him blame him. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually kind of I'm a, I'm a little upset. Wheeler's not starting. 
I'm not going to lie. He, yeah, I, mean, I really, I really think I really think he deserved it. Yeah, you, you think it was a name thing, like a uh, Max Scherzer? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And of course, it's like a fucking national. Sorry, I don't mean key person, but <laughs> Dom gets I'm fired just up frustrated. <laughs> it's just frustrating. Yeah, well, listen. At least we have decent Phillies baseball over the last. Yeah, I don't expect it to last. You know, because again, they're gonna lose five or the next seven. Like, I guess we could tie this back to the Phillies, but I think they they open up with the Marlins. They're probably gonna like they they just won seven out of ten. They're gonna go drop two or three from the Marlins. Right. Like the Marlins. it's gonna be they they'll, they'll figure out a way to break the spirit of the Philadelphia fans. Um, when you know, like I just want to be optimistic. Like I just want to like I want to find the the fanatical piece in, in cheering for this team. But at the end of the day, like I know that I'm cheering on false hope. <laughs> I know that yeah. like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, I'm building a house on top of sand because I know even if, and, and let's just play the, the most optical hot hypothetical, even if they win this division, they don't have what teams need to be successful in the playoffs. They don't have pitching and they don't have a bullpen. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I, and I, I agree with that, but also a part of me wants to just see that. Like, I think the first step is to make the playoffs, you know what I mean? And then, and then maybe in a couple of years they make noise, but let me ask you this. Say hypothetically, they win the next week and a half. They go hot. They stay hot for the next week and a half, Ooh. two weeks. And you have a choice to, to, make a move for one position. Are you going pitcher? Are you going center field? Are you going left field? What are you doing closer. in your mind? Closer? Closer. I go as hard and as fast at Kimbrel as I possibly can. Okay. I know that they're like, there's a lot of chatter out there with the Red Sox and the Red Sox have more prospects than the Phillies. I know that. But if you're asking me about a position, they need security at the back end of this bullpen. They have blown I mean, listen, they're, they're going to set they're they're going to be in the running to set the record for most blown saves in a season. It's bad. Halfway, they, point. <laughs> halfway point. And here's the craziest thing is that oh God, and I can't remember the guy's name. There was a guy that I was listening. They were talking about that signed with someone for like three million dollars. And the Philly signed Archie Bradley for. $7 million. And that guy, I can't remember his name, but that guy has like 27 saves. Oh, wait. And I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm just so frustrated because it's, it's the one piece that they need. They need security at the back end of this bullpen to make things work and not rely on Hector Neris. I completely agree with you. Ooh. Completely agree with you. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, Kimbrel's yeah. got a, a 0.57 ERA this year. I mean, <laughs> 20 saves, 31 innings pitch. I mean, he's still he's still somehow at age. I mean, how old is he now? Mid, mid to late 30s at this point? Uh, yeah. 30, 33. He's still 33. doing it. Yeah. And, and like you said, you just can't trust Naris. You just can't. Him, Alvarado, any of them. You just can't trust late in games. And listen, you 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 knew that going into this season. 
Dombrowski did the best that he possibly could in terms of revamping the back end of this bullpen with guys that weren't part of the dumpster fire of last year. There wasn't a lot of wiggle room financially to be able to do it. So for me, I can't fault Dombrowski for bringing in guys that are just going to be like, listen, I know, I know Archie Bradley's going to come in and throw gas. I know Alvarado's going to come in and throw gas. Brogdon's going to come in and throw hard. Like you've got all these guys that, I mean, they took a chance. They knew what they were getting. They knew they were getting the opportunity for inconsistency, but I think they were also banking on the, the ability for them to be able to go more on the positive end than they were on the negative end. Yeah, no, he, yeah. Definitely, he definitely tried. I mean, the only yeah. the, the only real uh, trade that I di- I didn't love, and obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, is the Pavetta deal. I mean, you see you see what Pavetta's doing over there, right? I mean, yeah. we we could, we could use a, a good four or five at this point, you know. And when we got who was that? David Hale. I to see even pitch this year, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I don't. Is he, I don't think he's on the ro- Is he still on the roster? I don't even know. Is he? I don't think he's on the roster anymore. I don't, right. I don't, I don't think so. Even pitch, but, so, but even the, even is doing over there, right? And even to add on to your point, Don, about um, you know, the Dombrowski stuff is he was hired like later in the offseason too. Like he he Correct. did that in sh- in a short amount of time. Like the the best possible arms he could find, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I I definitely I think we said I said it last week on the show. Um, something similar. It was like, you know, just finding finding what you can and and you know we we it, not that it can only go up from here, but like let's see what we can do in a full offseason. And you know this upcoming yeah. offseason. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's going to boil down to, to the owner, right? We always talk about the owner, the middle team. Does he want to spend the money? And and a guy, Dombrowski is a guy that's going to be aggressive. We talked about it in the past, right? Yeah. Like you don't you don't hire Dombrowski if you want to be cheap and don't want to spend money, right? Right? Like I mean, that makes sense. So just to interrupt the broadcast. Oh, Shohei Otani has just lost yeah, Juan oh. Soto in the first round. Of course, Soto. Of course, I can't stand him. No, I can't stand him. He's a great player. No, he stinks this year. <laughs> yeah, he's bad. I, don't know. I think they went to this year. He's bad. They went. They went to two extra rounds. They did. Yeah. The, yeah. Thirty-one to twenty-eight. I think I saw. Wow. Home runs, and and he'll face Alonzo in the semis. There you go. A nationalist to ruin our fun. <laughs> and, and real quick, to go off with the, uh, the MLB draft a little bit too, the three guys that I wanted before the – or I guess it was two of them were before the Phillies one was after the Phillies pick, um, went to the Mets, Nationals, and Marlins. Well, the Mets got that pitcher, right? Yeah, I think he's a rocker. Pitcher. Yeah, or not rocker. Rocker. Right? Yeah. Was it rocker? I don't remember. Yeah. I know the three. You know what's, yeah. what's crazy? His dad, Tracy yes. Rocker, I don't know if you saw this. Is one of the coaches on the Eagles staff now? All right, <laughs> I saw that today. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think couple, about that? There was, a, there, was a, there was a couple of local kids too. A couple of kids. Yeah, from Mont- South Jersey. Montgomery was a PA. Yeah, I don't know how local. I don't know how local he is, but I know he's a PA high school. Uh, he went like yeah. Eighth. There, there was a kid. Uh, so Ben Montgomery was the one, and then uh, there was a kid from Malvern who got okay. picked by the. Um, and then there was another kid from South Jersey. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, a couple of local kids, but um, I mean, like we were saying earlier, that MLB draft is such crap a crapshoot. Yeah, I, 
we see, talked about earlier. See, I, I don't I don't love them going a, a pitch a high school pitcher that high. I mean, you you need to develop talent other than like a high school pitcher. What any big like six seven that scares me as a like that young to be that tall. I know sometimes people like size, but like the body just breaks down. Like it just it yeah. does. I just saw uh, an article a couple of days ago about the 2016 draft. It's the Moniac draft or 15, whatever year that was. Okay. It's, it's like it's like one of the worst drafts in like recent memory. Um, did you know Shane Bieber went like 199? Did he really? Yeah, he went yeah. late or whatever. What whatever the 199th pick or whatever it was. It was like a fifth round pick or something. Crazy. Like Degrom was like a third round pick, not that year, but Degrom's a third round pick. So it is definitely a crapshoot. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When you're oh, talking about see, two of the top five pitchers in the league. See, see Hall of Famer Mike Piazza, who's picked in the 31st sure. round as a charity pick. Right, right. For the owner, right? Or something. Yeah. Yeah, B, I'm looking here. Bieber was picked in the fourth round. 122 okay. overall. Okay. Bichette was picked in the second round. Not a, not a math guy. But. No, not a math guy. Pete Alonzo was drafted in the second round. Yeah. The first round was brutal, and then I, after that, it got it got got better. Gavin Lux was picked in the first round, but late, like twenty. Who was thirty two? Somebody was thirty two. A catcher. Uh, yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, for the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know if he got picked by the Dodgers, but. Uh yeah he did okay yep yeah so there you go you guys got anything else uh, yeah. wise before we move on I mean. Uh, really just i mean i'm curious to see what direction they go but other you know i i, I could I, I could see them going either way i could see yeah. them selling i think there's pressure trying from the to get i think there's pressure from the fan base to to, to do something like to buy yeah. so. i agree i think i think there is and and i think that that comes from them having the longest streak in major league baseball for missing the playoffs yeah and not not to get too much into it more or anything, but even if they are at the same point, like and they add, they're only three games back, right? You know, if they're still in that same position in a couple of weeks, just do it. Why not? Yeah. You know, fuck it. I mean, tr- you know, try, <laughs> yeah. try to win. What do you got to lose at this right. point? <laughs> you have no prospects, so right. yeah. That, that, well, that's the only thing that's going to hold them back from really making any sort of crazy deal that they don't have access to give. I mean, nah, they're, sure. they're, they're franchise guy and Harper said it. Like, we have nothing to give. Well, who are we going right. to acquire with, with what we have in this pipeline? Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess we move to Eagle. Or did you want to do your trivia, Dom? Did you want to just get that out of the, out of the way? Oh, here we go. Let's just <laughs> get it out of the way. All week, he's so he's texting me how hype he is about it, that I, he's going to get better. I don't do that. Yeah, you do. I don't, I don't test behind. Stop lying. You asked me, you're, you're, like, you're like, am I doing trivia? I was like, I guess if you really want to, we don't have a choice. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get out of here with the lies. Yeah. You, I think you like it more than I do. Uh, it's not true. Not, I disagree. <laughs> we're going to see if I'm, we're going to see if, if it's, if it's easier to do it when I'm listening back. Right. 
Dom, do you pick do you pick these questions or do you like Google them? Or do you um, come up with them on the top uh, of your head. Some of them I come up with the top of my head. Some of them I have to Google, but it's been really hard to find new stuff. So a lot of it's off the top of my head. Okay. Recently. Right. Um now did you guys want to do this uh together or against each other? Like how did you wanna um I guess just just read the question and we'll I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll go at it. All right. We'll go so, at it together, okay. tag team. Okay, so if you tag team it, uh, like I said, I, I told the guys before the, before we recorded, you know that uh, we'll, we'll we'll count it towards um, Mike's record, you know, even though he's getting a little bit of help. That's, that's generous. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm getting, he's, he's I'm getting, bad. I'm getting right, uh, probably right around, maybe right below the Ben Simmons foul number. So right for the free throw number. So I'm right there. Okay, <laughs> so we've got one, two Phillies. Okay, two Flyers and an Eagles. All what right. do we want first? Uh, oh, and, and for, the, for, the, for the listeners also, uh, like we say every week, just pause. We have to hear the question, answer, and then hit play. All right, th- Don, where do you want to tackle first? Uh, let's go birds. All right, let's go birds. All right, so the one Eagles. Um, can you name four of the top seven Eagles leading rushers in franchise history? Okay. Four of the top seven leading rushers in franchise history. Okay, so a quick. Boy. Quicks of receiver. Um, so I think you have receiving, no? Rushing. Oh, it's rushing. rushing. Sorry, McCoy. McCoy. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say rushing. Okay. McCoy. McCoy, yeah. I thought you said re- receiving. My bad. Sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> Wilbur Montgomery. Okay, that's two. Okay, there you go. You need two more. Um, He was more, he was more receiving. Uh, Westbrook. Westbrook is three. Okay. They're actually one, two, three. In order. <laughs> Um, the fourth, the fourth. Just need, we need one more, guys. Deuce, Deuce is on there. Do so you got it. it. Oh, yep. look at that! So look it's McCoy. That. It's McCoy, Montgomery, Westbrook, Van Buren, Deuce Staley, Cunningham, Ricky Waters are the top seven. Okay. Randall's one. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I I probably yeah. should have thought about that one. Oh, McNabb is tenth. If that you know, <laughs> Ooh, okay. counts for anything, like crazy, it. right? I like it. All right, so uh, all right, you guys are one for right. one. Okay. All right, what do we want next, Flyers or Phillies? Uh, let's go Phillies. All cool. right. So with the All Star Game coming up tomorrow or on Tuesday, who is the uh, last Phillies closer to make an All Star Game? Um, Lidge is my the first thing that came to my mind. Are we are we going Ooh. with that as a final answer as a team? Uh, uh, the, the, the first two that came to my mind were Lidge and Wagner. Right. See, and I was thinking about Papelbon. I wonder, I can't remember if Papelbon made. Yeah, it could have been Papelbon. One of those three. I mean, unless it goes that far back as a guy like Mesa, but probably not. It was probably one of those guys, right? Are, are you asking me? No, I can't kinda, give you an answer. I'm just, I'm just kind of talking out loud here, Dom. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was a guy, I can remember there was a guy who went to an all star game as a Philly. In the bullpen, but didn't make an appearance, and that's I think probably the guy he's probably it's probably the guy on Tom's list. We need an answer. <laughs> we do need an answer here. Um, I don't hate that Pop Papelbon answer. You want to go Papelbon? Yeah, let's go Papelbon. Is that your final answer? Let's go. Yep, final we answer. are two for two. Boys. There we go. There we go. He made he made the All Star game twice. Actually, he's. Obviously, he's the last two <laughs> you have the years. Nice. Uh, Thirteen and fifteen. 50, okay, yeah, that makes sense. All Here right, guys, we're, All we're right, starting off hot with down with the assist. I was going um, on. Go. <laughs> All 
All right. Where do you want to go? Phillies or Flyers? Oh, we're okay. surprising. Yeah, let's go Phillies. That's fine. All right. We'll go with the Phillies. Um, I got to find the question. All right. So there are nine numbers retired by the Phillies. One of the nine is 42, obviously in honor of Jackie Robinson. Two of the rest of the eight don't have a number. So can you name three of the six that are left? So three, give me three numbers that are retired of the six. Ashburn. Okay. That's one. Carlton. Number one. Carlton's two. Schmidt. Schmidt's three. There you go. You got three of the six. Do you do you, any idea who the other three are? Um, Robert Roberts. Yes, thirty-six. Um, one is recent. I think it was last year, or the year before they retired it, and he actually just passed away. How would I? Well, not yet. He's August. That's August. <clears throat> I can't think of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I could just I could just give it to you. Uh, Dick Allen is 15. Okay. And then Jim Bonding is 14. We got it right. I'm, whenever we do trivia every week, I'm just going to call Don up. He's going to be my phone <laughs> friend. I'll just be All right. text. <laughs> okay, so the next, uh, we got two flyers now. Um, right. The infamous trade of 1992 that sent Eric Lindros to the Philadelphia Flyers hit its 29-year anniversary uh, a couple days ago on June 30th. Mm-hmm. The Flyers obviously received Eric Lindros, yep. but could you name three of the six players the Flyers sent to Quebec? Uh, well, I know Forsberg was one. Forsberg. Okay. Um, uh, Duchesne. Du- yep. Right? Okay. Yep. Um, do first round picks count? Because I think they sent like two or three. They of them sent two or three. No, they don't count. <laughs> <laughs> and they sent 15 million. Uh, did they send... Was, was Recky in that deal? No. Uh, Eminger? Was there an Eminger in that? No. Am I thinking of something, something else? I'll give you guys one more guess. God damn, Dom. We get as many guesses as we want. Well, we got um, we got a show here. I mean, that's, that's true. <laughs> we, we got to wrap up a little bit. <laughs> um, we don't want to bore the bore the fans. So Duchene, Forsberg. Uh, there was another player. There was a recognize. Oh, was, oh. There's probably two recognizable players here. Was Keith Jones in that deal? He was not. Yeah, I don't believe so. Um, I guess that was our last guess then. I give you one more. Go, go for it, you, Mike. I don't know if I have any. I don't know. If, who did I say so far? Duchesne or whatever the was it, hell's was name it, is. Was it was and it, Forsberg? Was it Ricci? Yes. There we go. Yeah. Right, That's why as you said Recky, I was like, close. <laughs> yep. The other guys were Ron Hextall, uh, Kerry Hextall. I forgot about Hextall and Chris Simon. Okay. Wow. Yep. All right, so what are, what are we? Three for three. Three right? for three. Four, no, four for four. 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 four for four. All right. Um, then the last flyers. About a thousand here. I, this is probably the easiest question, I would think. Uh, who leads the flyers in all-time goals? That's Barber. Bill Barber. Yep. 420. Yep. Nice. All right. We're five six for six. Five for five. You know, see, now, now I got, I got, two, I got two, too easy. Yeah, that was too easy. There we go. <laughs> that was too easy. All right. Yeah, you're cool. saying it's too easy. You got help. I mean, I well, that, that last one was too easy is what I meant. Uh, okay, but, here we go. But the, f- uh, yeah, listen. It's fine. Listen, listen, you grew up from the 2001 to the, 2000, to the current times. You should have gotten all the captains. Your dad yeah. even agrees with <laughs> that. That's fair. It's so. fair. Uh, I forgot that. Who was it? Hatcher? Had like one season. Yeah, of Hatcher and the other Forsberg. one you missed was Forsberg. Forsberg. Yeah, which I didn't know. I didn't know he was captain either. Yeah, I think they were both one year. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's uh, fine. We're, we're five for five today. 
That's cool. There we no, go. Six for six, right? No, five for five. five yeah, for you're five. right. Sorry. You only did five. There we go. Yeah, I'm not going to give you any more than, than you, you deserve. So we don't have much Eagles to talk about here. Um, on the dock, I see that Devontae Smith wins the best college athlete in men's sports in the 2021 ESPYs. I didn't even know the ESPYs were going on. But is that a thing neither, that people watch? <laughs> neither did I. Um, Listen, as much as I want to give Ben Simmons a bunch of crap, I thought it was kind of a cheap shot to take the 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 host when the host took a cheap shot at him with the the the, the donations of bricks from playoff shots. <laughs> I don't I, I mean, don't mind making was, I don't mind making a joke. I just don't think the joke is very funny. Neither do I. I and I don't think Alex. I don't think Mackie's very funny either. The guy who hosted. Neither do I. He's not funny. No, he's not funny. No. At all. Um, but I mean, I I honestly until I saw the clip. The next morning, never even knew it was on. Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner it's just another award show that right just goes by and nobody pays attention to it other than the people that are there yeah. um on, on on the eagles note i'm I, I was hard and fast on the west train last year like i i i thought that they did him a huge injustice by not putting him in positions to be successful and yada, yada, yada. And I was really pissed when it kind of just all fell apart. Um, that being said, I have made my peace. I have moved the Wentz jersey to the back of the closet. Um, and you, quick, quick question. Do you think, going back to that, do you think that not putting him in the right position is more from like, a GM standpoint and not acquiring the right talent? Or do you think Peterson didn't put him in the right, right position to succeed or both? Is it bad? I was just going to say, is it bad to say both? Be both. Like yeah. they, it's definitely they, both in my opinion. They did a shitty job at surrounding him with talent. They could have done such a better job at surrounding him with talent. And I get that he was pissed that they take hurts in the second round when there's plenty of wide receiver, when there's plenty of offensive talent, to surround him with. Um, that being said, um, I'm trying to move on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I, I've been trying to be looking at Hertz as Hertz and not compare him to Wentz um, because it's a completely different quarterback. I also think that it being a new coaching staff and a new system, I think that's going to be to his benefit. Um, 
because I think that's going to distance the comparisons between the two of them. Um, I'm optimistic at what he can do. And I like that they took that first round pick and put talent like top flight, top end, top echelon talent around them. It's also very refreshing to hear somebody else be on the same boat as me with the Wentz thing, because I still love the guy. I still think he's a, he's a very good quarterback. I'm rooting for nothing but a success only, you know, obviously because I'm a fan of him and because I want the first round pick, but um, it's so nice to hear somebody like else feel the same way as me. I was literally like sad for two months and I, and I was, I was literally, I it's pathetic to say, but like, and to feel this way, I guess, but like literally I was sad for like two months and literally like, <laughs> I wasn't literally crying, but like almost oh, to the point, almost to the point of like crying to Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo's uh, driver's license. Um, <laughs> when, when he got, when he got traded, um, fantastic song. It was, it was one of, uh, it, it was a bad, it was a bad breakup for me. Um, <laughs> but that being said, uh, I am, I am, I have come to grips with it. Um, and I am, I am rooting for nothing but hurts his success. Yeah. Simply because of, because, you know, the Eagles come first, no matter what. I, right. You're, but, I mean, I, I can tell you where I was. I was literally sitting. <laughs> I went, we were sledding. It was snowing. Yeah. I'm sitting on a hill. My kids are, are sledding down a thing <laughs> and it pops up. And I'm, my brother sent me a text of a picture of Wentz in a Colt, in a blue 11 Colts jersey. And I yep. was like, I literally was just out loud. I was like. Fuck me. Yeah, dude, I was I, I remember exactly where I, I was in my office. There was it was literally snowing like uh-huh. feet. <laughs> and I just yep. I remember what me of me being one of like four people in my office that holds 30 something people. And, you know, I wasn't even happy to go home early that day. I think I texted you right <laughs> away, Dom. And I was yeah. like, went straight. And yep. you're like, yep, I'm sad. Yep. I'm sad. <laughs> Depressed. Yep, absolutely. But that being said, I love the. The, I, I think there's a lot of good young talent. I'm excited to see if Rager can be something different than what he was. Like, was he just a product of his environment, not being coached up, not being in an offense that put him in a good spot? Right. Um, I think having Sanders in a backfield, I think having Goddard as your primary tight end, um, I, I think there's a lot of opportunities for young talent, uh, but I'm also I'm optimistically realistic. I know that they are not at the top of this division. I know that the Cowboys have, and I'm going to barf saying this, but the Cowboys have significantly more talent than the Eagles do right now. Washington has a significantly better defense than the Eagles do. So there's mountains to hurdle. But I think there's a there 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 is a mountain to climb, for sure. And I also I want to add to that too is that you know a lot of people that are saying the Eagles are going to have a bad year have only seen these players not be not put in the position maybe they should be to succeed, like in Peterson, like Rager and um, uh, Sanders. Like Sanders, really, he probably should touch the ball way more often than he did in Peterson's offense. So maybe if we see these guys in. Right. Put in, put in uh, uh, the right positions to succeed. Maybe they can be good. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Maybe they're they're a five hundred team, or I guess you can't go five hundred anymore. But um, <laughs> yeah, but, not, not playing seventeen games. Right. 
Yeah. Right. So I'll, I'll add so, another one eventually. It's fine. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think there's somewhere around that, whether it's a game up or a game down um, until I actually see that they can succeed. But I think there is hope there. Yeah. I mean, I like what I've seen from Sirianni too, in terms of like, the little snippets, the little sound bites that you get, you know, via, you know, the TV sports center, whatever social media, the hires um, growing on me. I yeah. And, and Hey, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe like, you know, a lot of people say you go from players coach to hard ass to players coach to hard ass, and maybe this team just succeeds better with a players coach. You know, they went from Peterson yeah. as a players coach to Sirianni seems like he's going to be a players coach, and maybe maybe that's what they do to succeed. Who knows? And and listen, as much as I want to give them crap, the Eagles do have a good track record at hiring coaches. Yeah, for sure. So it it no, listen when when they hired Andy Reid. He was incoming from a franchise that was storied, but he was the quarterback's coach. He wasn't ever even a coordinator on that staff. So for him to like, they, they, so something tells me that I should trust it more than I do. Right. So Mike, do you, do you have anything you want to add to this? Cause I, I want to ask uh, Don the ultimate Eagles question. Yeah, no, go ahead. All right. So as of July, uh, Mid July, what would I need a prediction? I need a prediction. <laughs> Mid July, two, 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 three weeks before training camp. I need a prediction, man. Six wins. Six wins. I will feel good if if they are plus on the plus side of six wins. I I don't that they play an extremely hard schedule, especially on the front end. Um, I just. I, we did way back when, you know, when the schedule comes out and you do your, your, your prediction show and we, we did it and it, it took me a while to get to a point where I could rationalize like five wins. And I'm like, <laughs> now that I've kind of seen other pieces kind of fall in place, I, I want to say six, like six wins. I would be, if they're on the plus side, listen, it, I, I, prove me wrong, Eagles, please. Sure. Yeah. Please prove me wrong. I want nothing better than to be sports miserable on a Sunday. I don't want that. Right. Um, right. And considering now that most of their games, they, they don't have a ton of uh, primetime games. A lot of their games are, you know, on at one o'clock on Sundays. Um, so you're depressed for the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be in that. I, and, and I've kind of, my perspective has kind of changed on that. So I'm like, I'm, I, I have to be realistic. I can't go in drinking the ecto cooler and, and, and saying, Oh, they're going to have 12 wins. Like I can't, it's not realistic in this division for me to say they're going to win 12 games and they're going to win the division and they're going to compete for like, they're not for sure. And I, I think, I think when the schedule came out, Mike and I were around six, seven, maybe that, eight. That episode was such a shit show. I don't even remember our, our yeah, brain. we were somewhere around there. Uh, yeah. It's around like the 500. That. I mean, that's again, awesome. they can't go 500. But, yeah. No, yeah. It was saying we're hovering around seven, eight wins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I just don't know how good the division is. I know you brought it up multiple times Don, but like it's yeah. The Cowboys have more, 
talent. I think their defense is still an issue, and but I mean Parsons was a great pick for them, but I still think yeah. their defense still is a big issue. And I, Dak, maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. Dak is still the best quarterback in this division, I think. But oh no, you're right. But he had like a lot of the yards he had before the injury were all in garbage time. They were already down by 20, 30 points. That's not true. The, Fal- the Falcons they were down. Them. Yeah, but they were down how many, and they came back and won. They were down like. Well, 28 or whatever it was. That's what I'm saying. A lot of the points were down. Yeah, sure. He came right. But we're not talking about yards. The fact that he came back and won like that's yeah, that, the Falcons that, who notoriously blow leads. Like, right. But, but I, look, I'm, I'm no Cowboys fan, but like I, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I mean, they he was MVP candidate before he got hurt last year. Oh, sure. But a lot of those yeah. yards came, came when they were down 20 plus points. And listen, mm. all, all, all that being said, I think they will put up points. I think this offense is set up Eagles. to put up points. Yes. yes, Eagles offense. So where I say they have six wins, I, I think in some of those losses, you might see them put up 28, 31. You could see them you know, lose a game 38, 31, 35, 31. Like, you could see them lose games and still put up three, four touchdowns and still move the ball around. I just – they're, they're still, to me, until I see it on the field, so many holes on defense. So many. Yeah. So I'm, many holes. I'm dying for a linebacker. Yeah, I was about to say, linebacker, corner, I mean, safe look, look at look at Look at the team that just won the Super Bowl. I mean, Brady was is Brady, but like I was just talking to somebody about this like last week. Like it, Yes, Brady's Brady, but they don't win that Super Bowl without those two linebackers, in my opinion. Right. No. I mean, like, uh, uh, there's two young linebackers. I mean, I, I just I don't understand how teams don't see that still. I mean, I, I know they're not as valued. That position is not as valued as it once was. But, like, some of the best teams in the league have good linebackers. Like, that's the anchor of your defense, in my opinion. Yeah. And who's their best linebacker now? Alex Singleton, probably. <laughs> like- right. Or the guy they just signed from Minnesota. I don't even know. Isn't it Wilson? And he's a special teams guy. So like, Right. That's what I'm saying. Seriously. Yeah. So- yeah, defense is going to be an issue because I think they can score points. I mean, they're going to have weapons, so for sure. And coming from an offensive-minded coach, right? Seriously, and um, not for nothing, fellas. But I just the USA basketball. Yep, I just saw it. They just, lose. They lost to Australia <laughs> by eight. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Because then they just lose. That's their second loss, right? Then they just lose to they somebody lost else. To Nigeria. Yeah, what's going on with that? They yeah. now have lost two two straight exhibition Upsets. games. Yeah. That's not good going. Yeah, to when, the Olympics. When, right. Yeah. When when's the last time USA team has won or has lost back to back games? I, you know, it's probably probably going. before the ninety four was it ninety three, right? When they started letting NBA players. Yeah, I'm uh, into the Olympics. It's that that has been. I mean, those last two games. I mean, and seeing them struggle, just like I can't. I'm like, really? They lost, and it's like that's not like it. Like the other game against Nigeria that I stayed up and watched because I'm a degenerate sports fan. Like I'm watching. I'm like, I literally at one point out loud, I was like, "Am I watching?" the fucking Sixers like <laughs> it was so poorly coached and there were so many opportunities where like like late in the fourth quarter they left um like they were playing 
some of the the college at like the 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 late pro add-ons into the fourth quarter and i'm like are you really still playing these fools <laughs> because you're about to I'm like you're about to lose this game to nigeria and the the craziest thing is i saw someone the next day who someone had put a bet for nigeria to win outright and i was like oh that's gosh. just wrong yeah they were 28 point favorites in that game wow but this is <laughs> Wow. This is crazy. That's nuts. I'm curious to see. I didn't open it up, but I'm curious. To the the Thibel highlights that I saw from Australia's first game, super impressed. Absolutely. And I mean, Australia has, like, Nigeria doesn't have NBA players. Like, at least Australia has NBA players. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think? I feel like everything kind of with the Sixers has been discussed at nauseum at this point, and until a Ben Simmons trade happens, there's really not much to talk about. What, what, how do you fix the Sixers, Don? What, what do you think you can do? You need a killer. Yep. You need a killer. Like, you need somebody that is going to go and, like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 80s movie reference. Like, you got to go Raiders of the Lost Ark, crazy guy ripping, his heart, ripping the guy's heart out. Like, you need that guy. Yep. So, like, in my mind, they, they had that, that guy though. They had that guy in Butler. They had that guy. Yeah, they did, and they passed on him because he didn't mesh with Brett Brown, and they pulled Tobias Harris to fill that role yep. when he's not that guy. And meanwhile, then a year later, Brett Brown leaves. Like you had I, that guy. I have been saying uh, since the Tobias trade. That if Tobias is your third best scorer, you you have a you're gonna win a championship. Absolutely. If he's your third Absolutely. best scorer, and Absolutely. now right now he's their second best scorer, and twenty and eight's not gonna not gonna do anything. No, and it's it's not gonna do anything considering that the guy that you need, like here's the thing that I love about Giannis. He doesn't give a crap. Yep. He could go and shoot an air ball. And the next possession down, he's going to shoot the same shot again. He doesn't care. He goes to the rim as like Ben Simmons needs. Like if I were, if, if it's just me and him in a room, I'm like, all right, you need to watch Giannis highlights, watch him play, watch game tape and watch him just go to the rack, go to the rack, go to rack, air ball, foul shots. Go to the rack. Go to airball threes, brick threes. He's got more bricks than Ben Simmons does, but he doesn't stop. Like he he continues to just attack, 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 and doesn't care. So like, but I I, I hate to say it, but his time is probably done. Like I I don't I. As much as I would love to see him work it out here, I don't see it happening. I don't see a way that he comes back and is a productive player that this team needs. Yeah, for and sure. They, like, like, like you, you already had the one seed. So, so next year, the whole regular season, like, why? Like now, I'm like, all right. Well, why do I watch the regular season now? 
They need to get the one, like, nope. because even if they get, they get the one seed next year. Okay. Well, show me you, you right. had the one seed last year and you lost to the Hawks. Like you got to do something different. So in my mind, it's either like do whatever you got to do to get Dave Lillard or Bradley Beal, or I know the Chicago would never give him up because his contract's too friendly, but like a guy like Zach Levine, a guy like somebody that is just going to be your dominant scorer. Take like, honestly, Harden was the guy they needed. If they had Harden, if they, if they are now, listen, I know that Houston didn't want to make that trade. They were never going to make that trade with the Sixers. But if the Sixers could have made that trade and swapped out Ben Simmons and whoever else and Harden's on this team, they don't lose that Hawk series. You don't think so? I don't think so. I, I don't watch basketball as closely as, you know, maybe a big basketball fan would, obviously. But it seems to me like Harden has the reputation of not maybe not choking, but just flat out quitting. Yeah, you know, like I, I also think I also think his style doesn't win in the playoffs, but I. Uh, the, but what, the, what's his style though? Because I mean, it worked for Trey Young. If because they, they have some how he lost. Yeah. Trey Young shot sure shot five for twenty against the Sixers, and they still won. But it, they didn't win because of him in Game Seven. But it, his style to me, his style just doesn't work enough. I think you have to play two way game as a team. And going to back to kind of what Don said too, like I. I think they need those three names are my favorite three names in the league, uh, just like everybody else. But um, but yeah, I mean, I really think just to reiterate, I just really think they need to get a perimeter guy for Embiid. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it it's so frustrating because they're but like I, I really do think that like I mean, you think about the offensive production that he didn't give you in that Hawk series. Like he flat out disappeared in the fourth quarter and you've gotten, you got, you got that close and you were within earshot of winning all of those games. And I think that a guy who was willing to, willing to not be scared to score could have been the different, I'm listen, it could have been, they, they very well could have had him in loss, but I feel like, if you swap them out one for one, I feel like he would have put you in a better position to win. Yeah, that, no, absolutely. That series. I no, I, I hear you. Also, I and I keep reiterating reiterating it uh, uh, on the show, but you know, it's just it's to me the Simmons thing. It's just the 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 free throws. Like like it, he shot sixty percent or sixty one percent from the free throw line in the regular season. If he does that in the playoffs, they win in five. <laughs> Correct. Atlanta, here's, the so. thing, here's the thing, though, Dom, is that he's shown you over the last five seasons he likes being all-star Ben Simmons. He likes being everybody's highlight Ben Simmons. Is he show you it? Has he shown you anything that says I'm the type of NBA player that I want to get better and I want to kill everybody when I step on the floor? No, you're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, I mean that that emoji that he puts out on social media, the 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 the, the blowing smoke emoji, right? I feel like that's like there's a metaphor in there that like it's like I'm telling you that I'm that I'm going hard, 
but I'm really just blowing smoke. It's like, total bullshit. It, it's total bullshit. Yeah, he, like, I hear you. Like, so that is, that's kind of where I got to the place where I'm at, where I'm like, I'm ready to move on. If he comes back, he comes back and whatever. But like, I'm ready to move on because I'm at the point now where I'm like, I, like, if you're not going to get better year after year after year, I got nothing for you, man. And, that, and that's, have, what, that's have, what the big man did. Literally. <laughs> I mean, literally. And, and and I have nothing but respect for that dude. For sure. Because he did everything that anyone asked him to do. And it just, it to me, it's frustrating because it's at the point where like, you you wasted his best year this year. Right. This year was his best year and you wasted it because you had a you had a bunch of ding dongs sitting on the bench not taking the game. They I mean for Danny Green to come out and say that they didn't take the Hawks seriously. Like, okay, I get that in game 1. Right. <laughs> but when you when you get punched in the mouth in game one, you're like, oh shit. At home. When you're the at best home. home team in the league. Right. You lost how many games at home? All year. I think they lost like six games at home, seven games at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere they around come there. out and they, they punch you in the mouth in game one. Okay, you didn't take them seriously in game one. What? You didn't take them seriously and and then you don't like your mind doesn't shift and, and say like, take them seriously for the next six games. Right. That's why it's a seven game series. You could have an off night. You could have an off night. It happens. You can't have seven off nights (laughs) or I guess four, but you know, but they lost three games at home to that trash squad. And like, they made, they made Kevin Herter look like Larry bird. Yeah. Right, and it, and it kind of goes back to what I said earlier about the national media is everybody who said, oh, the Hawks are going to win the series before it even started. It's it's if if the Hawks win, we're right. But if they lose, well, then, of course, the Sixers should have won. So it's that hot take thing again. Yeah. You know, if, if Atlanta pulls it out, then we told you. And then if they lose, it's all, oh, well, the Sixers should have won. So, you right. know, that national media thing, they, it's, just they, a, it's just a lose-lose for us. They, they, the national media picked the Hawks because it was a win-win either way. Right. right. If the Hawks win, then they're then they're they, they they predicted something that no one else did. Correct. But if the Sixers win, then they were supposed to win. Correct. Exactly. Yep. All right. Yeah. I I am yeah, so sick of talking Sixers. <laughs> yeah, we keep going <laughs> on and on and on. I'm sure, but we could uh, we could move on. We're you know yeah. just, just cruising. Um. So the Tampa Bay, we could switch to the NHL. Tampa Bay Lightning. Sure. Tampa gets another championship in that damn city. Uh, Tampa wins. Referring to my tweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, is, did you tweet that out? Yeah. yeah. Oh, stop it. City? You knew it was me. <laughs> did I'm sure you tweet you, that out. I mean, you, you Get and the fuck out of here. Hundreds of other people, I'm sure, said the same thing. You oh, weren't yeah. exactly breaking news. Okay. There. I did it the second after they held the cup. <laughs> oh. uh, so. Do you know what the biggest kick You were the, the first person to like it. That's true. They, they were calling themselves how were they? Champa Bay. Champa Bay, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I'll be honest. Oh, did you guys see um, Kucherov? Did you see his shirt? Uh, the one are you talking about the one that he was wearing today? Uh, yeah, yeah, on the boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> eighteen million uh, over the cap. cap. 
It's fantastic. Uh, that, I mean, but hey, listen, you know, like kudos to them. Like they, like they've done a fantastic job at building a core group of talent, and they played the they played that they played that salary cap game better than anybody else. And they drafted that team too. Yeah, Braden Point was a second round pick. Uh, Edmund was a top three pick. Nah, top five, three. He was a first, first round pick. pick. He was the first round pick. Stamkos right. was like a first round pick. So, yeah, they, they drafted. They drafted a lot of the team. Uh, Kalorn was like a fifth or a sixth round pick. Vasilevsky's the best goalie in the league. Yep, they drafted him as well. Well, in that whole playoff scenario, the way that those te- the way that it played out showed me how far away this franchise is. The Flyers. Oh my God! Yeah, how far they are away from being remotely competitive. Yep. Like they are light years behind any of the top talent that's in this conference. And are those, are they going to re? I know, I know that they reset the conferences based on geographical location for travel. Mm -hmm. Is that going back to go back to the way it was before? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, I was gonna say, what about Canada? I don't know how, well, I think they're now allowed to go back and forth. So, okay, I, I'm pretty sure everything's going back the way it was in uh, October, which I think is when the season starts. Right. So, yeah, it's just it, you're right. The, the Flyers are just nowhere close. I mean, they need a top, they need a top pair defenseman. That's probably number one. And it seems like Seth Jones isn't going to come here now because he's not committed to. That, that, that's how low this franchise is. Is that he's he said. I, I want to go test the market because he has one year left on his deal, but apparently there's like uh, some teams that he's willing to sign a contract with now, and the Flyers aren't one of them. Well, Chicago, not, Chicago just made that move today Chica- too. Well, yeah. and I saw. I was just about to say Chicago made that move today where they 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 make themselves a much sexier more, spot. Yeah. yeah, it's a much sexier yeah. spot. Well, they they cleared off the cap space to trade away Duncan Keith, and then they brought in Seth Jones's brother. Like right. <laughs> if you're trying right. to lure a guy there, getting his brothers yeah. the way the way to do it. So he's either going to go play with his brother, or he's going to come play in the same city as his dad. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it, it was so it was so nice to see. It was so it was so good to be on like that cloud two weeks ago, where it was like, yeah, like we have a real shot to get Seth Jones and like help turn this franchise around a little bit. And then, man, what like such a drag. Yep. Like so um, quick. Mike, what what do you think about like a guy like? Like Eckholm from the Predators. I love Eckholm. Is that I love Eckholm? Is, I is that realistic? I, I'm curious where like they are in terms of trading the their defensemen. Also, let me let me interrupt really quick because yep. I will let Mike finish. But let me just say while I just we're on you record, con- you just con- yes, we did. I'm gonna let you I did. I'm gonna let you finish. But <laughs> let me just say this: is that I said back in September of last year that the Flyers should trade for Ekholm because he has has a, a friendly contract. He doesn't have much more, you know, much time on it, not much money, and they they have the pieces to get him. I'm just saying it. I said it last September. I have the text messages to prove it. I I just I just want to put myself on record. Here you go, Mike. The mic's okay. yours. I think the Ekholm stuff. I mean, the rumors have been out there for for probably oh, wow. over a year, yeah over a year at this point. Um, I'm curious with where Nashville wants to go. Uh, they just traded Arvidsson, a good young center right. or not center winger. Um, uh, with the expansion coming up, I think them trading Arvidsson makes it less likely they trade one of their defensemen because I think they might keep four defensemen in the expansion draft. 
I think that's the way okay. they're going. So I, because I, I mean, they have Ekholm, Ellis, guy that everybody likes, Yossi, who's still one of the best defensemen in the league, and then they have a young guy in Fabro. So right. I think they might keep those four guys. I, and I think they're, I think that I heard Nashville's trying to extend Ellis, or Ekholm as well. Okay, so, that's so, what I heard too. So, so Ellis actually might be more realistic because okay. he's already under contract. But I just don't, I don't, I don't know if they're going to move any of those guys. So, and there's really not much else out there. I mean, you got Dougie Hamilton, who's a free agent or going to be right. a free agent. Um, you have Ekman Larson in Arizona, but he hasn't been great the last two or three years, and he's he's, he's making a lot of money. So, other than okay. other than Hamilton or Jones, there's really not a whole lot out there. Yeah, there's not. I, I, I like Alec Martinez a lot, but he's not a top. Okay. He's not a top pair defenseman. He's more of a second pair guy. And okay. he's been there before. He, he scored a ga- you know game winning overtime goal in, in the Stanley Cup Finals back in twenty. He was at fifteen. Yeah, um, it's the Rangers, right? So I, I like him a lot. But if that's the only thing they do, they're still going to be there's still going to be work to do. Um, and then there's this new report that uh, that apparently the Flyers have let Jake Voracek know like they're they're trying to move him. Yeah. So th- that's going to clear up eight and a quarter. I think Voracek's making. Um, and Do you I, think I there's any money. any connection to any any of the Flyers in the expansion draft with Haxtell being in Seattle? I, I don't know. Um, I know one of the like one of the best years that Voracek had was under Haxtell. Right. Like that that could maybe work. I don't I don't see them taking a guy like um, like JVR. Uh, JVR and Haxtell's offense didn't work for whatever reason. Um, so I don't think that'll happen. But I think he was only here for a year, though, actually. But so oh, off the top of your head, both of you guys, who 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 do they keep? I mean, Lawton has to be one of them because they just paid him, right? Uh, they don't. He doesn't have to be. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess. But you just paid him. Yeah. Well, they paid him like three million dollars. Like it's. Yeah, right. I know. But I'm just saying. I I think you know, or maybe maybe they have a deal. Yeah. Um, so so who do they protect? Um, offense. I mean, Drew, it sounds like Drew's going to stay here as long as he wants to stay here. They're not ready to right. Um, Couturier. Couturier connecting. Yep. Connecting. Connecting. Proveroff. Um, well, I was just going offense right now. Oh, okay. 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 Um, who else did I say? Uh, your case has to be kept. Um, so what's it? Four, five offense? So it's, it's seven forwards, three defense, one goal. Okay. Um, or you could go eight skaters total if you want to keep four defensemen. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm trying. Right, let me pull up their lineup. Hold on. I'm just pulling up. Um, How about Limblom? Like, yeah, Limblom. Limblom. Is it, Limblom. Uh, for, it, Frost. It, Frost, I don't believe, has to be protected. Right, because he's not under contract. He, he hasn't he's, enough playing time. Well, yeah, I think it's two years pro, but he was hurt his second year, I think. So okay. I'm not sure how his works with his injury because I don't know if he's played enough games. Gotcha. Um, right, like, I believe okay. it goes by games, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, I don't think Farabee has to be protected. Right. He is, he is two, less than two years okay. uh, time. Allison doesn't have to be protected. Uh, the interesting one is going to be if they protect Nolan Patrick um, with, with his I situation. I doubt that. I, I highly doubt that. He, he could be their last spot. He could be their last spot, but I, I, I doubt it too. So I'm, I'm curious to see where that. What is. a swing and a miss on that. Seriously, yeah. You finally get gifted the second overall pick. You know, and, like, and think about this. Like, like, think of, like they had 
in in the span of a couple years, they had Nolan Patrick. The Sixers had Mar- pick Markel Fultz, <laughs> and the Phillies pick Mickey Moniak. Yep. Like you, you had in th- th- three of your teams pick either one or two, and you got zero. Nothing. I you thought got nothing out of any. I of thought all three were going to be great. Markel Fultz is probably the big, and I'm not trying to go back on the Sixers, but he was probably the biggest, uh, the, the biggest thing I was wrong about in, in, <laughs> uh, in a while. But, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I thought those three guys were going to be like the, the game changing. Uh, a what, thing for what, for for fans here. What's crazy, Dom, is that like you didn't hear all of the stuff that came out about his workout with the Sixers until well after he got drafted, right? And apparently, he his workout with the Sixers was horrible. Yeah, and they just chalked it up to like ha- him having a bad day, and right. never thought to bring him back for a second workout. Like if that dude is the dude that you're going to invest the number one overall pick in. And he comes and he has a crappy day. Doesn't it make sense to be like, yo, Marco, we're going to need you to come back. Right. You have to make sure. It's not, it's not, he's not a 15th overall pick. You know what I mean? Number one pick. And, and and I know hindsight is always 2020, right? Think of how much different this team is. If Jason Tatum is on this team. I that's I, I'm not going to sit here and say I said if if Mark what I said what I said but I that's that's the guy who I wanted until they moved up to one because I thought he was going to be there at three and then they moved up to one and I was like all right I'm all in on Fultz but listen I think Boston was going to take him either way I think Boston right. if Boston stayed at one Boston was going to take him out right. um but I think that was your opportunity to to kind of screw over the Celtics and be like oh we're not going to take him. Yeah, we're gonna take him. Right, like that was your perfect opportunity to stick it to Danny Ainge, and Danny Ainge swindled the Sixers. Like that, <laughs> that pick drive me nuts. Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, what a swing and miss. Because if he is like, like him and Nolan Patrick, right? If those two guys pan out the way that everybody thought they were. How, well, Mike, I mean, listen, we're Mike. How how much different are we in a, in a flyer spot with with Nolan Patrick if he's what we thought he was? Yeah, they'll be good down the middle. That I mean, that's yeah. for sure. And okay. and also, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, because I mean, I also don't think if he has the 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 rookie year that everybody like expected him to have, and and his progression looked good, they wouldn't have had to go and overpay for Kevin Hayes. Right, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like. It, he could just slide in as your number two center and you're, you're fine. Like the, th- the thing that with the number two overall pick thing that frustrates me is yeah, Patrick's obviously hasn't worked out, but like the, the last time you had the number two overall pick, you, you know, you, you could have drafted if they won the lottery, uh, Patrick Kane and you ended up with JVR who's a clear downgrade over Kane. So it seems like the two years they had a top two pick and JVR is fine. Um, but the, the two years that they had those top two picks just hasn't worked out. The, the way that you expect the top two overall pick to, to pan out. For sure. And didn't Kane correct me if I'm wrong, and I may have revisionist history here, but didn't Kane, wasn't he the guy that scored the, the winning goal? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, Game six. He just, he, just, yep. he just won the SB last night for best NHL player. Did he? Yep. Did he really? Yep. I mean, okay. That's, that's, uh, we'll, just, we'll just leave that at that. 
But. I mean, okay. Yeah, that's an ESPN run event, I assume. With we'll just, like just dig that knife Correct. in a little bit deeper, Don. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, maybe, maybe because he's American, but I think they forget. Is it just American players? Because that would make more no. sense. Because, like, I mean, no. Connor, Mc, Connor McDavid's the best player in the NHL. Well, that's what that's, that's the, that's the, you know, consensus obvious. Yeah. That's, that's why there was so much, you know, heat last night about it. Yeah. So I, I didn't see that. But yeah, and if if Nolan Patrick is what this team expected him to be, a good second line center, I th- that would go a long way. Because even Hayes hasn't been that great. Like he was good his, his first year, second year wasn't what isn't wasn't that impressive. So, so okay, so real quick, so defenseman you'd keep Provorov, uh, Provorov, Sanheim, Sanheim, Myers. Sanheim. yeah, yeah. Or if you tra- trade for Chet Jones, which that doesn't look like it's happening, but no. Yeah, no. Nope. And, and then you expose ghosts, which I don't think will get taken. Yeah, I think they'll I mean, try. You never win. know. I think they'll try. Everybody had a shot at him this year, right? They, yeah, they put him on waivers, and everybody passed on him. So oh, absolutely, it's weird how waivers work in hockey. Like Tyler Johnson of the Tampa Bay Lightning to bring it back to Tampa was on waivers like three times this year, and <laughs> was like scored like clutch goals for them in the playoffs. It's insane. Wild. Yep. So wild, wild, wild. I don't think I have anything else on my list. You guys got anything else before we get out of here? Um, uh, nothing I, except the fact that I'm really pissed off. You went six for six today, but five for five, right? <laughs> five for five. I keep getting saying six for six. See, I'm giving you too much. I'm giving you way too much. Uh, yeah, if you want to give me more credit? That's that's fine. I'm fine with that. But I struggle to find five questions. So right. Yes, I don't, um, I don't know where the six came from. I'm, I'm listen. I'm not a big soccer fan, but I did tune in yesterday to watch the the, the final yesterday. Yep. Oh, that was listen, the motherland. I, I I will say, <laughs> it's it's a lot easier for me to be a fan, having not had a vested interest. For sure. In the game right. For sure. But being able to kind of take a step back and watch the game being played at its highest level and having it play out the way that it did, that was an incredible sporting event to watch. And I'm I'm not even a soccer fan in general, but no, I, I mean I'm not a soccer fan at all. Right, right. So it's actually funny because the women's soccer, I that I actually like make a point to watch. Like it's funny because like the men's, whether it's the Euro or the uh, World Cup. I, you know, you, you you read about it and you see things and oh, Italy or you uh, or not, obviously not the U.S. for the Europe, but Italy's in it. You know, you, I'm a little interested because I'm Italian. But um, when the women play, the women's U.S. team is probably one of my favorite teams of all time to watch. And I don't even like soccer, and I I set my alarm to watch it because yeah. they're so much fun to watch. The women. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Listen, listen, I don't normally either, but like, what's I, going on? Is it the World Cup? It, that was, it's that was Euro. Called? The Euro? It was the Euro. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was, but listen, it was either, I hate to say it, but it, it was either that or the, or watch the Phillies throw the parade of bullpen arms. And I was like, <laughs> eh, I'll put the Phillies on the iPad and I put the, <laughs> the game on the TV. I, I like, saw, yeah, I saw, I saw somebody say yesterday that uh, it was Britain's uh, or England's second biggest upset since, um, the Red American Revolution <laughs> <laughs> since 1776. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. That is great. Oh, that's great. 
Oh God, that's great. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think, I mean, we're, uh, we're going to spend a lot of tomorrow on our show talking a lot about a lot of this. Um, we're going to try to mix in some fun stuff, uh, some fun, random kind of, con- uh, topics and just try to mix it up, keep it light. We're going kind of every other week with our drunk on broad shows. Um, you know, just try to keep it fun. And we'll, we'll probably hit on a lot of this. Um, I just, uh, I'm going to debut my, what I'm calling my boo friggin' who list tomorrow. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. I'm excited to hear that. <laughs> so, but, uh, but no, this was great fellas. This was a ton of fun. Yeah. Nah, I appreciate Absolutely. it. And I'm dead. And listen, Mike, you know, you got me on speed dial now. Anytime you need some help on the trivia, let me know. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> Live, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll give you a call. <laughs> there we go. I'll chime in. I'll, 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 be, I'll be the phone a friend on uh, who wants to be yeah, exactly. We're going to need it. Uh, all right, well, before we get out of here, plug your stuff. You know, what do you got going on? Are you talk about the Drunk on Brawl. Where can people find you and that, you know, your show over there? Yeah, I mean, you can find it. So we're, we're doing shows every other Tuesday night right now in the summer. You know, once the the Eagle season kind of kicks back into full gear. Yeah. We'll go every Tuesday night um, at eight o'clock. You can find our, all of our content on, uh, on our social media, fit, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, anywhere where you can find uh, all of our old episodes are on, you know, Spotify and, and Apple podcasts, anywhere you are, you can find your, your podcast content. Um, we got a new drunk on broad merchandise store. So you can, you can put your drunk on broad. Uh, you can put our, our, our official logo on anything you want. Um, hats, t-shirts, onesies, maternity shirts, sweatpants, hoodies, whatever. Yeah, you want. I'm, de- I'm definitely gonna have to cop one of those shirts. <laughs> um, you know, and, you know, it's, and, and here's the funny thing is that, so if you said, have you seen, there's a, there's an interview that Barstool, the Barstool yep. Philly puts up, yeah. and it's the it's guy getting interviewed by Fox Twenty Nine, and he's ranting, and at, at the end of it, he says, "We're talking about the fightings." <laughs> it's like, "What?" He goes, "Said," and he just walks off. Right? That's Rich's uncle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Rich's uncle. So we have that on a T-shirt now. <laughs> we put that up great. there. Yeah. Um, I but saw him tweet about that. It's so funny. It's so funny to see, like, like, it's so funny to see, like, where, ha- how far it grows and to see where it connects. But, um, yeah, listen, you know, we're, we're just, we're trying to put out good original content, good conversation, kind of like this. Um, you know, so, you know, it's me, it's Rich, uh, you know, Rich and Oscar and, uh, and Nick, and we're just trying to, you know, have good, genuine conversations as much as we can yeah it's awesome it's i definitely enjoy yeah. it every week that's for sure i really appreciate so. it yeah absolutely all right so we'll get out of here anybody listening unfortunately we're, we weren't live this week dom fucked that up yeah we um, hopefully hopefully we have it figured out next week everybody can follow us at fired up podcast on twitter and all right we will see you guys next week
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.